Hi everyone, it's Adrian Hi. from the Pageant Project. I'm here with Ashley Wilde, who's Miss Global England. Um, if you could, as usual, just let us know if the audio is working okay. So let us know if you can hear me and I'll get Ashley to introduce herself and then let us know if you can hear Ashley as well. So Ashley, welcome to the show. How are you going? Okay, thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Now, Ashley, we were just talking about what you've got going on in the background. <laughs> so why don't, why don't we, I always ask people the easy question first, which is to give us an idea as to your pageant history. So okay. what you competed in, why you got started, etc. And I mean, basically it looks like if you tell us everything that's on your wall, that might be it. <laughs> this is like you got a prop there. <laughs> so how did you get started in pageantry? Um, that is a good question. Um, it was back in 2013, so around six years ago. Um, I was just generally shopping with my friend um, in town, and um, a scout came up to me and they said, um, you know, have you ever think of doing pageants? And I was like, what is a pageant? I had no idea at all. <laughs> uh, honestly, no idea. Um, and anyway, they explained it to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, like, let's do it. Like, of course, that's fantastic. So that was for Junior Miss Falcos, which is this sash here. That was the first right. other pageant I'd ever competed in. So Junior Miss Falcos is a junior um, title that is um, – it's organised by the, comp the, the same um, organisation as Miss England – so it's the junior version of the misses, if that makes sense. Right. Yep. So 2013 yep. was the first year that we did the juniors. Um, so I was the first title holder of junior Miss Falcos, which obviously was amazing. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And to go in, never doing a pageant before, and going away with the crown and sash was incredible. Um, yeah. Like I said, I had no, I generally had no idea what a pageant was. I, you know. You, I've, you've seen it on like you, you've seen it on like the televisions and stuff, but I just had no idea what was involved. Yeah. Uh, so that was that. That was my first other pageant in 2013, and then I went prom dress shopping at the dress studio um, with my, oh, right. which obviously is where Holly, yeah. you know, Holly owns that, and that's where the pageant girl is based. Um, so when I was shopping for my prom dress, um, I actually met Holly then, which was, again, back in 2013, so, you know, ages ago. Um, mm. And we got talking, and she said, have you ever done pageants? And I said, oh, well, I'm currently doing Miss Far Coast. Um, I've never had any other experience with pageants before. Um, and she just kind of said, well, I think you'd be great for Miss Teen Great Britain. And she gave me mm. a slip, and I was like, oh, okay. So I took it back. Um Talking about my mum was just thinking about it. Um, but at the time, I had braces, and I was really, really conscious about competing whilst I had braces. And I remember entering in 2000. I won it in. I remember entering in 2015, and then actually not going through with my application because I was like, no, I don't want to do it whilst I've got braces. I'm in a way. Not that it would have been a problem, mm -hmm. but it's just something that you're insecure about aren't you as a, as a now braces are so common it probably wouldn't be yeah. the same whereas back how many you know four four years ago um four or five years ago it was a lot more not not a lot of people mm. braces then um yeah. so anyway that was that and then the year after came and that's when i actually entered miss teen great britain so that was my second pageant and again right. i was lucky enough to walk away with the crown and sash um which again was a massive achievement for me, and it was it was amazing because it was one step up. Obviously, Junior Miss Coast, it was more yeah, fun. It was sure. more just oh, I'm doing it for a laugh, if that makes sense. Like oh, I'm just going to do it yeah. myself. Whereas Miss Teen yeah. and I'd researched um, the ethos behind it. Obviously, I'd researched Holly's you know pageant girl mm. company, and I was like, you know what, I really want to be involved in this organisation. And I kind of went to Miss Teen Britain also to enjoy it because it's such a fun pageant also like a game face on so to speak because i really wanted to win this time and it wasn't just to do it right just for I just was, for fun know, it was more sense. serious yeah, yeah because i fell in love with the ethos of it and i and i just mm. I, I loved it i loved everything it stood for and i was just like that's me and i really want it R worked really hard for it um was lucky enough to to be picked by the judges and yeah that was my year in 2016 so i was missing at written 2016 and then 
handed over in 2017 and then I had a little bit of a break. I went to uni, um, finished finished uni this year, graduated. Um, and that's when I entered the power pageant. So that was in June this year, which was a really stressful time because <laughs> as Holly will vouch for me, I am an absolute nightmare when it comes to worrying. And... Right. I basically I had my final year exams, my my final law exams. Oh yeah. Wow. Around the same time of the pageant, and I was like, oh, this is just my luck. Like it, 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 <laughs> it's just obvious this was going to happen. Um, mm. but anyway, Holly was like, it's okay, you know, just do just do you, and you know, just you know, put your education first, which you know is I always would do anyway. I've always yeah. put my education first. I've always been very aware that I'm very lucky to have the education that I have. Um, mm-hmm. So I've always prioritised that in front of everything. It's the way I've been brought up. It's the way, yeah, it's just the way that, I, you know, pageants are a hobby that I love, but at the same time, my education would, you know, put me forward for the rest of my life. Of course. So I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on my exams, but I still want to do this because in my head, I basically want to join the police force and, because I wanted to win Miss Grand, I knew that I would then need to have be allowed three weeks off to go to internationals if I was to be lucky enough to win. Right. And right. I knew that once I joined the police force, it would be extremely difficult for me to get that mm. three weeks off to go. So this year, I kind of viewed it as the last year that I could do something like this because I thought in my head, I can't guarantee the time off. You can get the time off. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of all or nothing for me, really. Um, again, like I said before, Holly was really, really supportive. Um, she allowed me to, um, basically, the power pageant was split into two days and the competition was on the second day. And on the first day, it was more like the um, the fitness boot camp and, mm-hmm. and just registration and things like that. It just fun things just to get to know the girls. And because yeah. I had, an, basically, the power pageant was on the Sunday and I had an exam on the Tuesday. So like a full weekend of pageants and then I'm like thrown into my law exam. So I was like, oh my goodness, wow. how many degrees? But Holly was really, really understanding. And she said, because the fitness round isn't compulsory, you can miss the morning of that and mm-hmm. then obviously come for what's, you know, what you need to be there for, so to speak. Yeah. Um, which I was gutted about because I'm sure you've said on my Instagram, I absolutely am obsessed Love with fitness. fitness. Yeah, and I've seen when I applied for the power I was really, really looking forward to that because I was like, right, mm-hmm. I want to do really well in it. And I, I really want to give it my all because I'm like, that's me. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was gutted that I had to revise that day and, and not do the fitness round. Um, but I joined the girls later on in the evening with the yeah. afternoon tea, um, met all the girls then, which was great. Um, and then obviously continued with the actual competition on the Sunday. So I was lucky enough to win the title that I wanted, Miss Grand England, um, which again was a dream come true. Um, mm. Since being part of Holly's pageant girl organisation, and she's been doing uh, the power pageant, um, I've kind of looked into you know future pageants what I'd want to go into, and Grand has always been one that I was really passionate about. The ethos of stop the war and violence and Mm. I just felt like, again, that was me. That was something that I can really relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, we we won, which was amazing. Um, and then, obviously, the problem with Venezuela happened. Yeah. And we had to make the decision of putting our safety first, which was a really, really difficult, really, really difficult um, decision to make with me, um, Freya and Emma, and obviously Holly as well. I know you probably know, ask me about it later on, but um, I thought I may as well just touch on it. Touch on it now. Now you've asked me for my, my uh, history. Um, yeah, it, it was devastating because, like I said, it's something that you know not just me, but Freya and Emma had wanted and would mm-hmm. work towards that. Um, so then, to obviously be put with the ultimatum of do we go with the risk of our safety? Yeah or step down and not go and it was hard it was it was really da- it was really hard and, you, and you know, i feel daft for getting so affected by it but at the end of the day it was something that we dedicated months months to and that's what yeah. we want that's what we wanted to do um so obviously we'd met with holly freya and emma 
um, we'd all met. Um, I think it was, well, we are now, I think it was in July, I think, I want to say, right. or August. Um, we had a little meeting at the dress studio, weighed up our options, and we were basically hoping that the host country would change. That was what we were hoping, really. Um, yeah. is we'd spoken to third parties, government officials, um, numerous different um, uh, different people to get opinions on, basically. And they all said, do not go under any circumstances because you wow. can't okay. So yeah. you were a bit like, okay, right, not what we were hoping for. So we yeah. were went to the press conference that happened because we were hoping that some answers would be given, whether mm-hmm. you know, how our security would be, how our safety would be um, secured. And whether it would change, but none of the questions that Holly had sent over were asked, or they were right. They were kept. Which is basically. yeah. Which is what Freya said in in our interview as well that there were yeah. questions and they weren't really answered. We were really really disappointed at the end of the day because mm. you know we were really excited to go and we thought that we were owed those answers. Yeah. In the sense of if we're then gonna go. Of course, um, if you're going to go over and compete, you the, yeah. the number one thing is that you can yeah. be safe, I mean, obviously. Yeah. I, mean, I understand, well, I slightly understand um, Noat's idea behind going in the sense that, you know, if it'll bring tourism, it'll try and boost the economy again, and it'll try and help the Venezuelan mm-hmm. people. I fully understand that. But in my opinion, not to be political, mm. when, you know, a country is in a crisis that they are, yeah. A pageant isn't the answer. No. No. It's and not- I don't, I, I agree with you. I, I understand the need to be politically correct. And I can understand bringing tourism to a country maybe that could financially benefit from it. But I, I yeah. don't really. I sense, of course. Yeah. But if the country is struggling yeah. as big as it is, exactly. I, I don't think having a bunch of girls there wearing crowns is really the answer, especially when you can't guarantee their safety. At the end of the day, it is just a pageant. Um, So I I can understand that, but it it must have been a super difficult, um, a super super difficult decision, as you said. Yeah, it was. But then Holly did her thing, and now you have another sash. (laughs) She is a woman of wonders, and honestly, I know Freya and Emma will back me up on this. Mm. I don't think we'll get a better director because of how supportive she's been. And I know everyone's going to come on here and say, oh, yeah, my director is amazing. You know, she does everything for me, um, of course. But I genuinely mean it when I say this, that Holly has been absolutely incredible with us. Mm. And we're we're all, all three of us are so grateful for her, for everything she's done, because she's really listened to us and understood and agreed with us. Um, and we were looking on that. We were looking on that sense that we had a director that was agreeing with us and on the same page, and actually, yeah. you know, was really, really concerned about our safety and was putting our safety before a potential crown. Um, mm. But like I said, she did her magic, and she basically said that, you know, if she could, she would send us to another international. Um, but we'd all obviously have to. We all basically had to find one that we were all. Um, that but we you all could love. all do, all three and of you. With requirements, you know, Freya's, um, you know, aging out of some pageants, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it depends whether they, ha- they, they, they don't have an English, Welsh and Scottish delicate, because I wasn't going to go to yeah. international without my sister queens. We were in it together, mm-hmm. and that's what we always yeah. said. We were in it, like, yeah. you know, whether we, either we all go or none of us go, and that's what we were, because at the end of the day, it's our journey together and we are sis queens and we mm. wanted to make sure that however, you know, we would progress would be together. So I think it was Freya actually. She um she brought up the idea of Miss Global. Um and I had heard of it before. Um, mm. it had been one that I had looked into. Um, but just because Holly ran Power Pageant and Grand, it was just a familiar face, and that's why I went. That's why I went there first. And obviously, Miss Grand was something that I, I really, really wanted to do. Um, mm. But now having this sash and this title and the opportunity to go to Miss Global and go to Mexico, I can't be. I couldn't be happier because 
after researching the pageant and and really following especially the current queen and what they've been doing recently i am so excited and i am just so so happy that we're now going there because it's like it's kind of everything happens for a reason i I really do believe that as cliche as it sounds i really do believe that everything happens for a reason and i feel like we're going to have such an amazing time and i really do think that it's a pageant that is up and coming and i think that Yeah, I just think because I've, I've, I've spoken to the current title holder herself, and you know, girls that have competed in in it before, um, mm. and they've said nothing but positive positive stuff about it. Right. And I've not heard one bad thing about it, and I, I, I am really, really excited, really, really excited. That is quite a history. Um, just before I'm going to go to the Facebook questions for a sec, Ash. <laughs> no, that that's what you need to do. It'd be a boring interview if you said nothing. Um, as you can no doubt see, I look like I've, I'm now in heaven because of the, the sun behind me. So for those of you who don't know, it's quarter past six in the morning and the sun has decided to wake up. So just whilst I roll the blinds down so I don't look like I have a massive halo, um, I'm going to go to the Facebook questions. And guys, if you have any questions for Ashley, put them in the comments below. Uh, and we'll start with one from the Queen herself, Joanna Johnson. She has said, hey, Ashley what is the best thing pageants have taught you and whilst you answer that ashley i'm going to turn around and roll the blinds down okay um oh hi joe <laughs> um my the, the best thing that's taught me i know that people, yeah everyone says that but it genuinely is true you know you are pageants for me has helped me through some extremely difficult times as joe obviously i'm very close with joe as she knows herself mm. missing britain especially it helped me through the loss of my dad and it gave me a platform to kind of raise awareness of the condition we lost him with which was sepsis um right. and i can hand on my heart say that without missing great britain that year i don't think i'd be here i genuinely don't because of how much it affected me but how mm. the fact that having that title it allowed me to turn a very negative situation into essentially somehow positive because i was able to raise awareness of a condition that barely anyone knew about i didn't even know what sepsis was i'd never heard of it before and everyone that i spoke to had never heard of it before right now i'm i'm quite lucky in the sense that now you know, three years on, I'm kind of looked at, oh, yeah, that's Ashley. Oh, she's a sepsis girl. Mm. Because I was the one that helped raise awareness of that in the community. And I actually had, I can't remember, I can't remember how long ago it was. I think it was, like, I think it was after I handed over. I actually had a woman message me from the pageant community saying that because of my, fun, my from my um, raising awareness, mm-hmm. she asked that she had sepsis. Oh, wow. that, she went to the doctors and said, I think I've got sepsis because unfortunately as prevalent as sepsis is, the doctors don't think about it because it's in the back of the mind rather than the forefront. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the doctor and say, I've got these symptoms, I think it's sepsis. That's kind of getting the ball rolling already. And that's yeah. what she did. And to have that message was like, Oh my goodness. Like I've actually been able to make a difference here. And whether it was the one person or, you know, hundreds that one message meant a lot to me and that was that's probably one of the best things that the pageants have done for me is mm. giving some giving me a platform to raise something that's so close to my heart um and also develop me into the strong person i am today because like i said i wouldn't be here without without pageants mm. because i'd have been in yeah I'd have, I'd have really struggled really really struggled right so in essence i mean it's it's almost like or you may actually have saved that woman's life if through yeah, raising it, awareness it's crazy when you think of that because it's it was i think it was i shared a um i made a little video it was for mm. September, which was sepsis awareness month and i made a little video basically saying what sepsis it's symptoms and it, it didn't go viral in the sense of all these videos but in the pageant industry it went viral if that makes sense yeah. and yeah, i think absolutely. she saw that video and that's how she wrote i can't remember her name i need to try and find the message like i said it was mm. it was three years ago so whether i'm going to find the message i don't know but I remember getting a message and sitting in bed and thinking, oh, my goodness, like, I've actually done yeah. something, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it was. It, but yeah, pageants that year were like a lifeline to me. They really were. And again, Holly is, you know, is is for that. You know, I missing at Britain wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Holly. Mm. Missing at Britain yeah. is probably that year, and that's that's kind of. I loved pageants from competing in Junior Miss World Coast, but my love for pageants was something completely different after me seeing at Britain. It was a different meaning. It was something, it was completely different, completely different. It wasn't, it wasn't just, Oh, I like to dress up on the stage and look nice. Mm. And it was, yeah, it was completely different. It was, it was much more, it meant much more to me. And, and yeah, that, that, that's the answer to that question. I can imagine. Uh, I mean, you mentioned when you were talking about your pageant history, the different pageants that you've entered, you seem to have a pretty high success rate, if I was listening correctly. So the ones you've entered, you've won. Have you ever entered one and not won? No, um, but I don't like saying <laughs> that because it sounds really bad. No, but I just, I just wanted to clarify. I mean, how? What? What do you think? I don't think that there's a secret. I think a lot of it's hard work, and then some um, of it is, is being in the right place. But there yeah, are a lot of people of who work for a lot of years and and can't win a title. So how did you manage to? go three for three. I mean, it's four for four technically with global. Yeah. But um, what's the secret to your success? Obviously working hard. I mean, as a finalist, especially for Miss Team Rep Britain, because as a finalist for Miss Grant, well, the, the power pageant, I was studying for my exam, so I couldn't do as many appearances and, and things like that as I would have hoped for. I still won the publicity award for doing the most, but mm. it wasn't the same that I did for Miss Team Rep Britain. So obviously working extremely hard because it shows that, you know, if you were to win the title, you would then, you wouldn't stop if that makes sense. It wouldn't be the case of, oh, I've won. Yeah. I'm going to put my crown and my sash in my bag and, and lock it away and yeah. never use it again. It's yeah. the fact that you're actually going to use it for something. Um, but for me, one thing that I've always been very um, strong-minded, if that's the right word, is mm. the fact that, I like to take time out. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, for this three years in between all of these titles, between those three years, I've grown as a person. I've, you know, I've researched into the title that I want. I've not gone crown hopping or jumping or whatever. The, yeah, the crown thing. chasing. Yeah. I've gone for something because it generally is something that I really, what I really would like and really passionate about and something that I'm very, um, that I feel like I could represent. I wouldn't just go for something, but just for a crown, if that makes sense. That's yeah. why when we chose which international would go to other than ground, that was why it was really important to get the right one for all three of us, which obviously we've been lucky enough to have. So yeah. for me, what I, for, I wouldn't say it's my key to success because at the end of the day, you know, no matter how many crowns you've won, you can go in and still never win. You know, it, it's not, it's yeah. not about, oh, I've got this many titles behind me. I'm always going to win. That's mm. not the case at all. It's of just course. pure luck and pure hard work. And I would, what I would say to everyone, as well as work hard, is to make sure you're doing the pageant for the right reason. And because mm. you are passionate about the title and you, you aren't just doing it for a nice crown that you're then going to put in your room and never wear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's absolutely, <laughs> that's absolutely spot on. No, I, because it's just, I don't think I've ever interviewed anyone who's gone three, three for three. And I was just listening to your story. It's like, is she not mentioning the ones that she entered in and, and didn't win? Because that's, that is an amazing story. I can't think of anyone who's gone three from three. I mean, you're betting at a hundred percent. So in, that's. In day, I don't advertise it because I'm a very humble person and I don't want to go around thinking, Oh, I've won everything. No, that, mm. that's not me. Of I don't course. want to be known for, I don't want to be known as the girl that thinks she's going to win everything because I don't. I just work hard. I'm passionate about whatever I go for and I'm me. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, now we've got your teammates watching. Oh, and I've not got the comments off. I'll have to get it up so I can see. The, the, from the looks of it, I, I can actually show you if 
Okay, I'm going to try something here. I'm going to change our screen so that you can see the comments. If you can't, uh, I've got them up here. I've managed to get them right, up there. Let us see that. Can you see them now on our screen? They're really small. Yeah, I'll just. Yeah, look they're really at small. I'll, I'll, I'll let. Because they're really small, and I've got really bad eyesight. <laughs> okay, let me just switch us back to here. Sorry, guys, got a bit of tinkering around. So we have. So obviously, Joanna Johnson is watching. Freya is on. A lot of uh, familiar faces. Louise mm -hmm. is. Uh, Lauren Parkinson's mum is on. Lauren herself is on. Kelsey is on. Uh, Freya has said, Adrian, you've disappeared. I'm assuming that was the light, Freya. Sorry. So hopefully you guys can see me now. Uh, Emma, Louise, Jane is on, and we set up an interview with her as well. And Freya has asked, here's a question to Scott, my wee question. My wee question is, have you managed to find a box for your national costume? Not, your, not have you found your national costume. Have you managed to find a... A box? Oh, is it big, yeah. is it? National costumes are the worst to try and take. I, I've seen people go with giant sticks, giant twigs, LED lights and a set of wings. Is is it is that what we're talking about here? It is extremely big. Um, and no, I haven't found a box yet. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I really don't. I, I, I don't. But, but, however, I did put in... Um, Lauren Parkinson ha oh, um, has run a um, an advice and positive um, group for pageant girls on Facebook, mm -hmm. and um, I put in there, please, can someone help me? Like, give me some advice, please. And Sharon actually said that she made her box out of floor material, and I don't know how she did it, but it was like a little. Did you floor it, material? It was like an art folder. Yes, yeah. it's really big. It's got a handle. Like she managed to make this carry-on box sort of thing from floor material so i messaged um i saw it today and i messaged josh my boyfriend and i said okay josh this is um our little um diy sort of next um <laughs> a little project so i'm gonna try that i'm gonna try um sharon's advice if that doesn't work then i'm back to square one how how big a box do you need i almost found i almost it almost seems like we're trying to organise a coffin or something. I mean, is it is it the size of you and I, it won't collapse? Yeah, you bit. Oh, you can't see me. I'm not on the screen. Uh, uh, well, it's too big for the screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've, go yeah, go home. That's the way I say. Out of, every, out of all the bits that people have struggled to take internationally, I think it's national costumes that have caused the most grief because they're always the giant spectacular ones. And a lot of the girls from Australia have gone as birds because of national birds. So they've gone with wings and they've tried to take them on carry-ons and it, and they've got wires in it. So it sets up the metal detectors. It's oh. uh Oh my gosh. So... I didn't think of that. <laughs> oh, does it, no. have, does it have metal in it? Does yours have metal in it? Yeah. Yeah. So that'll set up metal detectors. So you can't, yeah. You, you can probably take it on, Don't but you just got to make. For me now. <laughs> you just got to make sure. But hey, better I bring it up now than you find out at the gate, oh, of right? Of course, definitely. Um, you just got to make sure they don't consider it like a dangerous weapon, because then they won't let you. They won't let you take it, especially if you've got to fly through the United States to get to Mexico, because they're obviously the biggest on security. So I think you've got some. I think we fly. From, if I'm right, I think we're going to be flying from Manchester to then go to Amsterdam to then get the flight from Amsterdam to Mexico. That's okay. what I've, we've not booked the flights, and we won't book them till near on the time. But I've been yeah. looking on like Skyscanner and seeing the normal routes, and that's the normal route that the majority of their airlines use. Perfect, perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've got some um, you've got some packing packing dilemmas to take care of. So, guys, if you have any questions for Ashley, as I said, put them in the comments below. So, Freya's watching Megan. You can. Uh, I'm sorry. Freya has said, babe, that ain't fitting in the cabin. Definitely going on as hold. Yeah, from the sounds of it, you'll have to check it in, which means then the, the wire thing is not a problem. So. Mm. If there's anyone watching or listening who can help <laughs> Ashley with her packing dilemma, please let her know. 
please, please, I mean, please message me. To be fair, it has gone to another part. It has got. It has been seen on a stage before. It has gone to another pageant, so I mm-hmm. know that it is doable. Um, but the leg that I bought it off, the box that she transported it in, kind of fell apart on the way back, so she no longer has the box. So this is the problem. Just, just replicate her box in. I think it was just a cardboard box from a TV, but I I don't have a TV. <laughs> that big. Okay. I don't know how much right. you think I earn, but I can't be affording TVs the same size as my national costume. <laughs> when you, um, if you do need boxes in Australia, I would tell you to go to a removalist store. People who do a lot of moving, like moving house stuff, they yeah, always have sort of custom boxes. So they I'm should wondering. be able to find something for you. Okay. Well, I feel like we have Joanna Johnson has said, I want to see it. I, I, I'm assuming, Joanna, you mean the costume and not the box. Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, I might not have shown it. I'm sure she can. It's not a secret. You've worn it on stage before. I haven't. Um, you haven't. Right. Someone else has, just because I'm very bad creative wise. Um, and I fell in love with this national costume when it's on stage a few years ago. And I remember mm. seeing it and thinking, oh my goodness, if I was ever at international, I would love something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> So, guys, if you have any solutions for the packing dilemma, let Ashley know. Ashley, I was in the middle of asking you about acne. I saw oh, the yes. the Instagram photo. I think you just put up probably your most recent one, and yeah, it was you can see. Yeah. So it's not just a small. It's not just one or two pimples we're talking about. It, yeah. It's a big deal. Why yeah. did you decide to, I guess, be public about it, which is a very brave thing because I, it, in your position you could easily just hide it. So why did it become a big issue for you? Um, I've suffered with acne for since I can remember, since being a teenager, and it's always just been just spots. And then the last 12 to 18 months it's gotten a lot worse. Um, I've been to the doctors, I've tried numerous things, numerous creams, numerous potions, and I'm the type of person that if I have a headache, I don't like taking painkillers. Like mm. I, I don't know what it is, I just yeah. don't like taking it. Yeah. So I'd rather just let it ride and just kind of just, yeah, just I, I don't like taking medication. I don't, I don't, I've just always been the same. Yeah. Um, I'd rather find a natural remedy or just kind of pray that it goes away. Um, so obviously... The doctors gave me everything and then put me on antibiotics from the doctors and I was on them for about two weeks, two to three weeks and I just didn't want to take them anymore. So I tried everything that I possibly could, every product, every facial, every mm. everything. And then it just got even worse. Um, and then around, I think it was around two, maybe three weeks ago, as you've seen, I'm very active with my gym posts on yeah. my Instagram page and I was filming with my PT and I actually got a message off a troll um saying so i can't remember what it was because it came from my, my lock screen and i just deleted and blocked them so i didn't even open the message but I, but you know on your lock screen you can see you like can the see. start of the message yep. said something like oh look at the state of your skin then it went on to say something i don't know i just deleted it mm. um, and that sort of comment they don't normally affect me like i'm very lucky in the sense that i don't really get trolled um touch wood mm. now i've said that <laughs> touch wood i love um, it yeah but even so like i've always been quite thick-skinned um i've always had really supportive family friends boyfriend i've always had someone really supportive so if anything like that if i ever got anything like that i kind of just ignored it Mm. um but this one it really affected me really really affected me and i just broke down i broke down and the past couple of weeks i've really really struggled really Mm. really struggled mentally um I was, I've not been in a good place, I'm going to be completely honest. Um, and I thought, I need to do something about this because this isn't me. I'm normally a very positive person. Yeah. I'm normally someone that helps other people rather than gets help. Um, so I thought, you know, I need to do something about this. So I went back to the doctor and I said, I need to go to a dermatologist. I need to go on Maracatane. I've heard of Maracatane before, um, but I know how potent and how strong it is mm. and how severe the medication is because of how bad the side effects are. So I've, obviously with me not even liking taking normal painkillers, that was something that yeah. I've never really considered doing because 
it's not something that I'd want to do. Of course. But it was kind of a last resort, and I thought, you know what, I've spoken to a lot of people, obviously. Lauren's recently been on it, um, a really close friend of mine, and I've spoken to her about it previously, and she said as bad as it was at the time, she wouldn't go, she wouldn't look back because of how amazing her skin is now. Right. And I thought, you know what, I need to give it a go. So I went to a dermatologist, and because I'd had acne for so many years and already tried everything, they were like, yeah, we'll put you on it. It's not a problem. So I had to have blood tests done mm. to make sure certain um, certain levels, um, it was like enzyme levels, your liver, um, and lots of other different things mm. were the correct level to then go on this medication. So I've been on it for a week. Um, and, yeah, my, to be fair, weirdly enough, my skin has calmed down. But it's, me it's meant to get worse before it gets better. It's quite, it's quite weird. Right. So my skin's calmed down, but the spots that I now have, they're very sore. They're more like cysts, if that makes sense. Yep. So the amount of spots I have has gone, but the type of them has changed, which is what is what happens on Maracatane. Right. And my skin's increasingly dry. Like my skin's really flaky. Um, my lips are really chapped. I'm constantly having to put Vaseline and, and Carmex on. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's all within a week. So that just shows how quickly that wow. you can react to them. Yeah. Um, but I went public about it because I've always been, I mean, although I suffer with my skin, I've always been someone that goes out without makeup on. I mean, yeah, my skin affects me, but it still won't stop me from going out with no makeup on. I mean, as in, I mean going out with no makeup on, I mean pops in the shops. I don't mean going for like you know a meal which sure. i actually did the other night with my friends to kind of as a point to we all it was really lovely mm. me and a group of my best friends we went for a meal and we all had no makeup on and it was the day right. before i started rocketing and it was just kind of something for me to just it, i don't know it was just something that i really wanted to do and they were really fun. really supportive yeah. um and it was great and but yeah back to what i was saying um so i've always I, i'm always on like my instagram stories with no makeup on i don't ever post with no makeup though, if that makes sense. Yeah. My posts are all very posed. They're always face full of makeup. They're always, mm. you know, how people, I guess, expect in a we way. We call it a highlight uh, reel. It's it's never reality. Yeah, there's there's yeah. Instagram and then there's reality, as they say. Exactly. And that was kind of something that I thought, you know what? Because I really want to kind of challenge and change mm. because when I, I was open about getting this message off this trial and the amount, I've never had so many messages from something ever. I, I don't think I even managed to reply to all of them. I got that much saying, you know, you know, you're an inspiration going on. Cause I took a picture of my face and I said, this is me. Yeah. And the amount of messages that people had saying, oh my goodness, my skin's like yours and I would never have done this. Thank you so much. You've given me like, it's crazy the amount of people that messaged me saying I've helped them just by putting a picture on, mm. which to me is really bizarre because I thought I'm just Ashley from little old Blackpool that doesn't really, I don't, I don't see myself as someone that can influence someone. Right. Yeah. I've got a couple of thousand followers on Instagram, but to me that doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, you know, I work with companies, but I wouldn't class myself as a blogger as such. Mm -hmm. I just do it as a hobby, something that I enjoy. So to actually use my platform again to do something good and kind of help other people has helped me as well. Sure. I mean, so obviously, like I said, I've been on my marketing for a week now and I really wanted to post a picture on my feed without, without makeup on because, like I said, I would never have done that. Mm. And the response to that post like I posted it and within half an hour I was crying but because I was happy I'd just done my makeup <laughs> right. and I was crying and I was like I don't know why I'm crying but I'm just so happy because of how many how supportive people have been and how many people I think it's been up for three hours mm. and again the amount of people that have reached out to me and said this is unbelievable like more people need to show that Instagram isn't real life social mm. media isn't real life because it isn't it really mm. isn't as many people would like to believe it is it's not mm. and the more, the more the more people are honest about that and the more people are open about that i feel like a lot of people would struggle less yeah. to have to live up to these expectations and and you know have these fancy clothes and and to look a certain way and i mean my photos on instagram i don't look like that all the time mm. i look like that 10 percent of the time when i took the picture yep <laughs> I don't go to work with makeup on. I don't, I don't know. I just, 
I enjoy being comfortable and I enjoy being me rather than going around with a face full of makeup, but that's just me. And sure. But that is real life. That's, that's the real me, not this person that's on Instagram. I'm kind of contradicting myself in a way because I shouldn't do that, but it's different <laughs> because I don't want to constantly be posting pictures with no makeup on, if that's what I mean. I've done it to kind of say, you know, this isn't this you know, this is how I am most of the time. So don't you then feel like you have to hide yourself. And if yeah. you've got problems, if you're struggling, speak out and you know, you're not alone. Yeah. I think it's about everyone finding out what they're comfortable with and also just taking yeah. everything with that little grain of salt to realise that someone might look absolutely fantastic lounging on a beach in some tropical paradise, but they just look like that for, for that one one second or one photo, it may have literally yeah. straight after. It takes a lot of people to get that one photo, trust me. <laughs> I mean, I've just been away with Josh mm. and I think he, I think he's on live stream. He will vouch for how many pictures he has to take to get that one picture. It's not easy and people think, oh my goodness, how does she just look like that? With anyone, with celebrities, with other influencers, and it's like there's a lot more behind the scenes and it's not all what it looks like. Roughly, can you give us an idea as to how many photos he has to take to get the one that goes on on the gram? <laughs> to be fair, he's really good. He really ha like like he knows how I like my pictures. If that makes sense. So if I've done something different, it'll be like actually just move that way a bit. Like he's right. really good. He is really good. And you know, I really do appreciate everything he does for me because yeah, he really helps me. Have you as well as everyone else, my friends? Have you heard the term Insta hubby? <laughs> That's that's what we call them. There's um there's some really funny photos of Insta hubbies taking photos of their wives or their girlfriends and the different angles that they need to be at to get the perfect photo. You know, sometimes they're standing on the top of a pole, sometimes they're down at the bottom of a waterfall. <laughs> oh no, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Luckily, Josh is quite tall, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear. <laughs> he does <laughs> uh, Jade Hall has said, "You're beautiful, lovely." So, oh, guys, if you have any final questions for Ashley, put them in the questions. Um, otherwise, I'm going to take her through our final 10. Um, Ash, just before we go through the final 10, is there anyone that you want to give a shout out to? I'm sure there, there must be, but anyone you want to give a shout out to just for supporting you, not just with pageantry, obviously, but in life as well, just in general? In honesty, everyone, because... There's been that many people that have reached out to me. Obviously, my family, my friends, mm. you know, Josh, everyone's been amazing. And I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be the person I am today without all of them. But even strangers just reaching out to you, it's crazy the amount it actually does mean to you, yeah? Because it means a lot for a stranger to click on a button and make the effort to type out a message to someone they don't know. Yeah. It's literally everyone. Yeah. Because again, I wouldn't be the person I am without that support. Yeah. Um, I should ask you as well, I didn't get a chance to ask you earlier, obviously you're going to Mexico in January. Do you have any, I guess, what are you most looking forward to, but also do you have any expectations um, as to how you'll go over there? Are you the sort of person who wants to get to like a attain a certain placing or are you just there focused on yourself to do the best that you can do? In all honesty, because... In every single pageant that I've done, I've aged up. I've been a junior, I've been a teen, and now I'm a miss, and right. now I'm going to an international. Every pageant that I've done is one step up, mm. and I'm going to global purely with a sense of, like I said, to enjoy myself. And mm -hmm. obviously, it would be a to place, of course, but it's more of an achievement getting there yeah. for me than it is for anything else. I mean, I know Freya was mentioning in the other live stream that I'm adamant that I really want the fitness mm. award because of how much I do train. And that would, yeah, that would be the one. If I didn't get anything else, I would love the fitness award because, um, you know, everyone knows how much I literally, I, well, I say I've been in the gym. I've not been this week. <laughs> um, today, I've, this week, I've been a bit, I've, I have been slacking. Um, but normally, I do live in the gym and, and a lot of people know how hard I work on, on you know, health and fitness. Mm. So, that would be something that I would love, if anything. Um, but no, I'm going with the sense that I want to enjoy myself. Like I said, it's the first ever international I've been to. It's the yeah. first time being a miss. Yeah. And I want to embrace that because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Who wouldn't? Of course. I have to ask you about the health and fitness. So have you just – is it born into you to love the health and fitness or is that something that you picked up along the way? Where did that come from? 
to be fair, I've always been relatively sporty. Um, since I was young, I've always been, whether it's been um, netball, swimming, cheerleading, gymnastics, athletics, I've always been quite an athletic person. Um, and then, I don't know, I just kind of, since being, especially especially with uni, mm. going to the gym and exercising really helps with like stress breaks, if that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> and, and helps me. Um, and I just kind of fell in love with it then. And yeah, I just, it's just something that's naturally, that's naturally come to me really. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always I, been the one to sport over, I don't know. I'm more of a sporty person than I am creative. Right. Like if you put a pen and paper in front of me and tell me to draw a picture, <laughs> I draw a stick man. Yeah. Same. But if you give me some kids and give me some weights, then I'd be, yeah, I'd be fine. I, I do love the fact that so many of your photos, I think almost all your photos in the gym are with weights because I love to see that the girls are not afraid to, because probably, I don't know if it's as much now, it's definitely changing, but a few years ago, girls were actually very afraid to do weights because they thought it would make them look yeah, big or look like a man. I'm really glad yeah. that has changed, like super, super glad. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my PT, John Thompson, will will vouch with this. I hate cardio. Oh, me too. Like, <laughs> he will have to force me to go on the treadmill and run. Oh, the, the treadmill is, is hell on earth. I, I can't. Isn't it? It's like being a hamster in a hamster wheel. You, you just, <laughs> you just keeps going and going and going. There's nothing to look at. It's horrible. I would much prefer to lift double the weight than go ten minutes on the treadmill. Yeah. But I've always been because I've because I've always been quite athletic. I've always been quite muscly. Mm -hmm. um, but muscly is healthy. Yeah. To me, anyway. Um, and like you, I think it's brilliant that a lot of women now recognizing that and not being mm. scared to to add a bit of you know muscle more more meat to them so to speak yeah. with muscle and 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 you know and, and developing themselves that way rather than wanting to be the skinniest person in the room and yeah. running five hours on the treadmill because you know it's good to have a variety i say i don't like running trouble i do still go on it but i don't like it but it's good to have a vari 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 variety variety you got to get some cardio in yeah, you do, unfortunately. Yeah, so, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, well, I'm glad to know I'm not the I'm not the only one out there that does not like the treadmill. Um, but like yourself, I make myself go on it because I know sometimes I have to. Uh, okay, so Freya has said fitness award, Miss Fitness Queen. Is it is it going to be like a challenge? Is it going to be like a fitness competition? How how do you win? Do you know? I don't know. In all honesty, we're still waiting for some details. I don't know whether it's just judge through bikini right i mean with with the, the power pageant i was lucky enough to one i was looking at their certificates up there the beach body award and that was done through the bikini out of the swimwear around so i right. don't know whether it's the same for gold but i'm right. not too sure they've not released that sort of information yet okay cool all right let's go through the final 10 and guys watching if you have any final questions for ashley before i let her go put them in the comments now but Ashley, number one, what is your favourite word? Um, I'm obsessed with the word fabulous. Like I say it with anything, and I don't know why. But I just think, oh, it's fabulous. Like, I don't know. That is but I, like literally, you're, you're someone will say to me, oh, it's sunny outside, and I'll be like, oh, fabulous. You know, everyone's just got that word that they just reply to everything with. Mine's just fabulous. That is a very, since I've started doing more UK um, interviews, that word has come up quite a lot. It's definitely a, <laughs> definitely a UK thing with that inflection. Fabulous. Okay, so... Well, it might have been something picked up through pageantry. I don't know. I don't, but I always end up finding myself saying it. I think it, it might be a pageantry thing, but I think it's specifically a UK pageantry thing because I've not heard yeah. it once in Australia. So it's definitely a UK yeah. thing as well. Well, what is your least favourite word? No. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Any particular reason or you just don't like being told no? No, I'm joking. Um, my, no, this is going to sound really cliche, but it's not a word. My least favourite word is I can't. Like, I can't mm. do it because you need to change your mindset. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all in the mind. It's all in the mind. Yeah. Uh, question three. In life, what gets you excited? What turns you on? Um, uh, my, 
future. That's what gets me excited. Like that's what I look forward to. My future and seeing where I'm going to be in ten years' time compared to where I am now. I mean, if I was, um, yeah, if I, if I, if, if if you were speaking to me five years ago and would say I'd be where I am now, I'd be like, really, really. That's what that's what gets me. That's like I'm excited for the future. Are you someone who likes to plan in detail, or do you more have a general direction in which you're in which you're heading? I'm a nightmare for planning. I have to know everything in and out. I'm an I, I am a bit of an organisation freak. How far out have you planned? What do you mean? What, what, what have you what? planned out? Have you planned out what you're going to be doing in five years' time, or ten years' time, or twenty years' time? No, not in the sense I have an idea of where I want to be, right. um, which obviously I really want to join the police force. That's something that I've wanted to do since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I like to be organised in the sense that my diary is full and I stick to my diary. <laughs> okay. Well, what turns you off? Um, what I'm not what 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 I'm not excited about. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of that one. If you come up with an answer, wow. we'll circle back to it. Okay, Let, let's keep moving, and then you can keep that one in the back of your <laughs> head. Let's go on to question five. What sound or noise do you love? Sound or I love? Uh, the, um, the kitchen timer, so when the food's ready. <laughs> <coughs> That's a, that. That's a good answer. Do, what, what sort of sound does it make? Oh, I don't know. It's just like a little twisty thing with the timer, and it just goes like beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, food time. <laughs> that's like that's you. I because um, obviously you you were Miss Grand England when I mean, you still are the current Miss Grand Australia. I interviewed her over a year ago. And she actually had the same answer as you. I asked her what her favourite sound was, and she said it was food. So, <laughs> the sound of food. Oh, is it, is it Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I spoke to Taylor. She's lovely, isn't she? She is. She said food. I mean, what do you mean food? And she said, oh, you know, Uber Eats arriving, the notifications, all those things. Yeah, that's what it is. I get excited about food. Yeah, so I can understand. That's not the first time I've heard that answer. Well, question six, what sound or noise do you hate? My alarm, 100% my alarm. When my alarm goes off, I want to throw my phone out the window. What sound does your alarm make? What tone do you have it set to? Just the basic Apple one. <laughs> <laughs> what time do you have it set I don't for? I for anything. What, what time do you have it set for, just out of curiosity? Uh, I normally get up. Well, it depends if I've got work. I mean, if I've got, if I've got work at... At eight, mm. I leave the house at like quarter past seven, so I'll set the alarm for like half six. Right. Okay. So quite early. That's quite. I early. mean, I always get up. I'm not someone to sleep in a lot. I, I I never sleep in really, but I like waking up on my own rather than being woken up by my alarm. Yeah. Yeah. I hear. So when I am disturbed in that sense, I'm like, go away. <sighs> Joanna Johnson has said she's too organised for my liking. Makes me look even more. More unorganized. I didn't know you were disorganized, Joanna. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say something like, oh, yeah, do you want to go to an event on the... We'll be in the car, for example, and yeah. I'll say, oh, do you want to go to an event on the 16th of December? <laughs> With when I was asking that, that was January. She's like, yeah, 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 of course. And then I'll text her like four weeks before mm. the 16th of December going, oh, we're going to this event. And she's like, what event? <laughs> well... In, on January the 1st, we said we were going to the event on the 16th of December. <laughs> Joanna, do you need a, a, a diary or something? Or maybe you need a, um, a personal assistant to help you manage your schedule. Okay, question seven. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Ooh, uh, I'd be a time traveller. A what? Like to travel through oh, time. a time traveller. I thought you said a town traveller. Oh. I said that's not very interesting. A time, a time traveller. <laughs> a time traveller, yeah. Because, like I said, I'm excited for the future. I'd love to know. Like, I'd love to know, like, not just where I'll be in 10 years, but, like, even with, like, technology. Mm. Like, I'd love to just see how far that's going to be in 10 years' time. 
that's what I would be. That's quite a boring answer. That's like that is such a boring answer. For any superpower you could be, I'd be a time travel. Oh, just ignore me. But the power itself is not boring. It's more what you want to do with it. Because there's a lot of things you can do with time traveling. I mean, you could go backwards and see the dinosaurs. You could go ten thousand years into the future. You could what? Predict that I could. I know what the lottery draws are, exactly. and I could win the lottery. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, you see. So my claim to fame. With great power comes great responsibility. Question eight: What job or occupation, other than your own, would you most like to attempt? Hmm. I, obviously, like I said, I, I do want to join the police. But one thing mm. that I would love to do, if I wasn't going to police would be um, a forensic psychologist. They're still working. I know it's not sound really random, but I always like whether it was, I, I, I really enjoyed law and psychology at college and they yeah. were like my options. Right. Like I would either go in the place or forensic psychology, but I went down the law option. Um, so that's what I would be. Again, that's such a boring answer. But, no, yeah. I'm not laughing because it's a random answer. That actually, weirdly enough, is the most common answer I've been given. Really? It's the weirdest thing. The number of pageant girls who are obsessed with crime or crime criminal psychology and specifically forensics. It, I think you're the fourth person who's told me that that would be their dream job is like some sort of forensic okay. psychologist. I don't know what it means about all of you, but you're all fascinated with death. Um, On it, well. If you looked at my Netflix, like the Watch channel, I think you'd be a bit concerned. Well, with how many crime documentaries I watch. That too. And Joanna Johnson, we're having a joke about her being a serial killer. She loves watching, I think it was Dexter. Lauren Parkinson also watches Dexter. So there's something going on with you pageant girls and, and death. I, I don't know what it <laughs> is. I guess you got to fill up your spare time with something. Um, okay, <laughs> question nine. What job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? Uh, I wouldn't like to be one of those people that work in the um, creepy crawly section of a zoo because I don't like creepy crawlies. Do, do zoos have creepy? You mean like spiders and and stuff? And yeah, yeah, not for me. Oh, that's right. You don't like spiders, do you? No, I hate, I'm petrified. I'm generally petrified. <laughs> what do you do? If it's making me. It's just a thought. <laughs> so, if there was a spider in your room right now, what would you do? I'd scream the house down, and my mum and brother ask can get out. <laughs> and I've done that plenty of times. Like I've screamed, and they've come running down the stairs thinking something's happened, and I'm like. There's a spider. Please can get it out, and it's like that big. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'll need to show you some real spiders then. Did you – I don't know. This has been a bit of a thing ongoing, but I don't know if you saw it. Did you see my post about spider coffee? No. No. So in the office where I – I see how you go with this. I don't mind spiders, but I don't want them crawling on my face, obviously. There, um, I was boiling some water here to make instant coffee. And I made the instant coffee, drunk it, got all the way to the end. I go out there to put my mug in the sink and there's a dead spider in the bottom of it with its, you know, its legs gone like this because it's dead. Oh. I have never been that close to crying in my life. I'd seen it going around before, but it had crawled into the kettle. Obviously, I didn't know. And I boiled it, killed it, oh. felt horrible about that. And then it had gone into my instant coffee and because it's brown and the coffee was brown, I didn't see it. So the whole time I'd been drinking it, the spider had been. That, 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 that actually makes me feel a bit sick. Make you feel a bit sick. How do you think I felt? <laughs> I don't know what I would have done if I was in your position. Well, I almost cried. Luckily, there was no one here in the office, but it was, it was, yeah, it was life changing experience. I'm checking the floors now to see if there's like any spiders. <laughs> Final question. If heaven exists, okay. what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, what a life you've lived. That's what I would be. Hopefully a long and very organised life from the sounds of it. <laughs> uh, perfect. 
Okay, well, Ashley, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. And uh, best of luck over in Mexico in January. Obviously, I've interviewed Freya, interviewed you now, and um, Emma has booked in. I mean, you were just finishing up your study. She was finishing up her dissertation as well, which sounded... Yeah, All kinds of awful, but I'll be interviewing her as well. And... Um, I think I'm interviewing, I'm just trying to remember time zones, but I'm interviewing Holly Perry, I think, tomorrow or in a couple of days. Yeah, I think I'm seeing it on your, on your little timeline. Yeah. So um, thank you for your time. I'm going to thank everyone for watching. And uh, actually, I'll keep you on for just a second. I'll let the audience go. And we'll see you next time. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get details of our new episodes as they drop and connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next.